Frank, are you there? Arrivo. Oh. Hey. <laughs> oh. What's happening, man? The cafeteria. Bravo, you. It's coffee Cheers, time. Salute. It's coffee time, buddy. Cheers. Cheers. How's it going, man? Not too bad, man. Not too bad. We're uh, we're doing our best. We're doing our best. I know, man. I know. We have to stay positive, man. We got a. We're almost there. I think we're almost at the finish line. But uh, anyway, it's good. It's good. So, Frank, uh, first guest ever on the Martelli's Kitchen podcast. First, first guy, man. And you know what? <laughs> you know what? I would have been pissed off if I wasn't. You're right. You're right. You're right. Me and Frank go way back. We've known each other since uh, what five or six years old, man. Elementary school. So, uh, twenty five years. Whew. It's crazy, man. Crazy. Anyway, so uh, Frank, listen. Uh, first time I do this, I'm not really sure how this works, but we're just gonna talk. Me neither. Me neither. Let's just talk about. Uh, let's <laughs> talk about. Right let's get into it right away. Tell us a bit about. Um, did we ever know what? Did you we ever know what we were doing? No, we just went through it, man. No. Exactly. So just so go with it. That's it. Let's do it. <laughs> Only uh, when I was hungry, you know, at lunch. Well, wow, lunch. Yeah. It was like eleven o'clock, eleven fifteen. She was already starving. So I'm like, okay. So I took leftover rapini. I took, uh, we had a bit of uh, maybe what, like six, um, six slices left of uh, prosciutto cotto that we bought at Intermarché. Nice. Chopped it all together. I, uh, I had a zucchini. I saw that was like, you know, huh? So I cleaned it up. It was I going chopped good. it up. I put it inside the pan, fried it up. I put my, uh, I put four eggs. Salt, pepper, parsley. And I did like a frittata, right, in the pan. So I let it sit on low. I opened the oven. And I cut the provolone. We had slices of provolone. I cut it. And I put just les tranches on top, you know. And I put it in the oven. Oh, my God. It came out so good. I'm already salivating, man. Oh, And I got, nice, my, uh, I got a nice and bubbly, the cheese. I got my, nice and golden. My bro. specialty. My specialty. <sighs> Is leftovers. Yeah, that's a sign of a true chef, though. I, if you could, I can't. If, I can't throw stuff out. I can't throw stuff yeah. out. But that's a true but chef, man. If you can make when a, it's not good, a crazy it's not good. dish. Yeah. Yeah. When it, when it's uh, when it's washed out, when it's uh, yeah, it's past its day. It's good for the garden. It's good for the yeah. couples. But yeah, <laughs> right before, <laughs> right before, there's a fine line. It makes for killer, uh, killer recipes for sure. The way I, that, like think, I said, the yeah. way I plan out my week is like, okay, I set myself three meals, fresh that we cook fresh, and then there's leftovers. But then with the leftovers, I'm not necessarily just saying, okay, we're just gonna reheat the same thing. For example, go to Intermarché. We bought my my wife was in the mood of prosciutto cotta. Okay, perfect. We do some sandwiches. But me in back of my head, I already knew that I was gonna do something else with the prosciutto cotta. You understand? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's crazy. That's how. That's how you have to. You have to. Yeah, you gotta be creative, and that's the more you do that, the more yeah. you get more. You get creative, and you get better and better, and your recipes get better, and my it just dad, goes from uh, there. My dad was like that. My dad. Uh, yeah. With the restaurant there. You have did, to. That's the only you way you stay alive. Did you come to the? Did you? Ever, you never came to the mare. I know. I know. My parents went. My parents, my aunts and uncles went. Tara's family used to go often. Tara's family used to come, yes. Yeah. Very yeah. often. 
My wife's family was there every uh, occasion they could. They 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 loved it. The ambiance. You guys had music, live music. It was, uh, you know what? It was. It wasn't a a classy, fine cuisine. Uh, my dad it was always like uh, comfort, hearty food, yeah. uh, heavy. Uh, <laughs> like you're there for the night. You're not moving. You can't get up. You know. It's family. It's like it's like at uh, grandparents at mom's house. And you would get like table, uh, platters like this. Food. Platters like this on the table. No, it was yeah. uh, it. it uh, what was the name again? The restaurant. Il Il Mare. He started. Okay, so anybody, anybody that's uh, that's heard about Imali, Imali, that Il Mare, that was Michael's, yeah, Michael's uh, yeah. family Rachel, Rachel and Iberville in the plateau. It was. Uh, he started off. He started off because this was like one of his last. It was his last restaurant that he opened up. He had opened up several ones. He worked at several restaurants. Uh, it was always on and off, on and off. But this was one of the last ones, and. Um, he opened it up like a regular restaurant uh, menu, you know, uh, a la carte, stuff like that. And uh, he had two home stoves in the kitchen. Wow. With the elements, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, like the old school uh, ones. Yeah. And, um, you know, dish pit sink. Uh, it wasn't those industrial uh, dishwasher uh, pits that no. you have there. So he started that way, and uh, it was okay, but it wasn't it wasn't rocking and rolling, you know. So I guess his that uh, that quality my dad has is that that instinct for for business and for uh, for creativity, and like he just jumped on the situation and uh, basically decided to open. <laughs> Thursday, Friday, Saturdays. The rest of the week closed. Thursday, Friday, Saturdays. Uh, reservations only. Well, there was walk-in, but I, at one point it became reservations only. And uh, you made it exclusive. You felt like a VIP to get in. And it was degustation. So basically, uh, you paid. Don't quote me. I don't remember now. Sixty, maybe sixty to seventy bucks. Okay, a person. And you got antipasti, you got uh, bruschetta, bread, you got salad, you got two types of meat. One of them was usually on the charcoal. Um, most of the time was like laniello and capicolo and stuff like that uh, on the charcoal. Um, then another meat. Then he would have two types of pasta. And then he would have dessert, coffee, and a drink. And now the coffee, bro, was like cafetiera. So at, at one point during the night, Oof. everything was ready. Okay, all the back burners were filled up with cafetiera. Wow. That's my brothers were checking them. Okay, they're ready, they're ready. So take them all out. He was, my dad would ring the bell and the, the waitresses, waiters would come in the back, take the cafetiera and bring it to the table. <laughs> That's nuts. You know, so there was all That's these nuts. crazy, crazy concepts. Well, crazy. I mean, crazy for, for, for someone who hasn't, uh, hasn't uh seen it or done it you know and uh uh and the people enjoyed it so what happened was that they started booking for parties 10 yeah. 15 30 40 at a time you had engagements you had uh you know birthday parties you had the soccer parties the hockey parties and the viewer parties you know um so they were booking thursday friday saturday then they started sundays 
then they had uh, communions, confirmation. So what happened with that was that my dad started giving out a bike, a free bike to uh, the child who was, a bicycle, a bicycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah a bicycle <laughs> for uh, the child who had the who was doing the communion or confirmation. You know. Oh wow! So they loved it. It was it was amazing. It was good, but the food was always heavy. Uh, comfort, uh, big dishes, Italian food, yeah, Italian food, you know, traditional Italian food, and uh, you know, he would create some stuff here and there. But because uh, think about it, it's it's obviously the food is great, but a, a lot of people will go back to a place for the experience, right? It's that yeah. feel you feel yeah. like you're at home, you feel yeah. like you're part of around the family. Yeah, the waiter, the waiters and waitresses, it was all like a family family run business. Uh, yeah. Everybody would, that was working there was more or less family. Um, then you had the singer, you know, you had music. Uh, so people stayed there the whole night and, you know. Uh, so how cool. old were you? How old were you guys when you, let's say, when you guys closed the restaurant or you guys stopped working there? Uh, uh, I think it was right after, I think it was right after high school. Okay. I think it was right after high school, maybe college, yeah, early college, right after high school. And uh, I mean, at the beginning, we hated it as kids. Oh, man. We... Because uh, you guys played sports too. You played soccer, no? Yeah, we were playing soccer, uh, Sammy hockey, a little bit of hockey too. So uh, it was, uh, for that, it was hard, you know, because my dad, that was his passion. So he's living it and yeah. he was giving it all. But, you know, us as a family, doesn't mean that we all we're all in it right uh, on the same yeah on the same uh, on the same level on the same wave the same level you know uh, and you know my mom too was working very hard and it's not her passion you know so it, it becomes harder you know it becomes harder when it's not your passion so and then as kids you growing up you know like young teenagers uh, like we really didn't uh, care for any of that. We just wanted to go out with our friends or, uh, you know, uh, play PlayStation, Xbox, uh, just chill at home. But, you know, my dad wanted us there and he wanted us to help out and uh, be a family thing. And, you know, and now I look back and I say, I, I'm glad I experienced that because I learned a lot, you know, uh, in the cooking, sure. culinary industry and, uh, you know, running a business. Not, Running a business, uh, what to expect, uh, the the issues, uh, the problems that are uh, that come about, uh, the success, the hard work, uh, you know, dedication, sacrifice, all this stuff. You, you all the all the behind the scenes that you all the see. behind the scenes. You know, like now, yeah. I, uh, you know, we look back and we're like, oh shit, you know, we learned a lot uh, and we went through a lot. So, I'm I'm very grateful for that. I would have done things a bit differently on my end, you know, uh, if it was my place. Yeah, so tell us, uh, tell us about that. So, like, for you out of high school, what were, like, where was your mindset? Where were you at? Like, what's my career going to be? Do I want to go into food like my dad? Do, so, like, what happened what was, was your, your thinking? Yeah, what happened was that we closed. And besides my dad, we were all like, <laughs> it's over, it's over, it's done. <laughs> We have a normal life. We have a normal life. So what happens two months? It's like when Ilya when won the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, same so two months, two months in, and uh, you know, my dad, my dad was always on and off with the construction, reno, uh, renovations, and restaurants. So you always had something going on. Yeah. 
but you know, I was out of high school and uh, I had no job and uh, I was in college. So my dad's like, hey, he goes, it's, it's two months. You're not working. I'm like, yeah. He goes, well, where are you getting your money? Like, how are you, how you paying for your stuff? So <laughs> I didn't know how to explain it to him. So I'm like, you know what? I don't want to argue with anybody. So I went on to look for a job, which that, that was my intention, but not right away. I wanted to relax a bit. Man. But uh, <laughs> so what happened was that I found, um, I went and helped out at LDV. Uh, the LDV Center, there was a cafe owned by Mike Balmora uh, or manager. Yeah, I remember Mike that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so I started doing like coffees uh, in the front, you know, hopping out a bit. Uh, uh, there was uh, Marco Lafrata working there, Hansen, uh, Luca, this other <laughs> guy, Adamo. Uh, so we're, I was just hopping out in the front, you know. And at the same time, I went to, uh, I don't know why, two jobs at the same time. I don't know what happened there, but. I ended up going to uh, your dad. It was your dad. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was a restaurant, Ladora. Uh, okay. I was going to school with Brittany, and uh, she said that they were looking for somebody. So I went. I went and uh, speak to the dad. So I started off there as a dishwasher. So uh, oh. I'm like, okay, I'm like, whatever, as extra cash, I don't mind. You know, it was a weekend thing. So uh, again. It wasn't that I was passionate about this. It's just that it was in my, uh, it, I was comfortable Your doing field. it. Yeah, I was comfortable yeah. doing it, you know? I was yeah. still going to school, this yeah. but it wasn't something yeah. that. But you had to learn a new skill or new yeah, training. Yeah, exactly, knew. exactly. So it was yeah. already, in, especially dishwashing, because at my dad <laughs> at the restaurant, us younger, you know, we were younger. So we didn't, we helped out a bit with the cooking and stuff, but not that much, you know? We had to help out a bit more with the dish pit and stuff. Yeah. The barbecue, we did a lot of the, the barbecuing. Uh, so I started with the dish pit and I finally get, we have at the restaurant, we have the. Uh, like the industrial. Uh, the industrial, right? That you put yeah, in the, yeah. the, 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 the plates, you know, the rack and yeah. close it down yeah. and it starts. So I was it's like, oh man, I'm like, this is, this is like high class. I'm like, this is what I'm working with. And he's like, he goes, yeah. He goes, you're okay. I said, yeah, yeah, no problem. So let's just say months go by and I'm rocking and rolling. I'm flying. Those dishes were coming and going. And I was, uh, I was finishing early, you know, like uh, same time, like the, the, the cooks and the cooks. Usually, wow. usually like, That's unheard of. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, okay. I was, uh, I was, I was pushing it a bit too quick there. Cause I wanted to go out there with the guys, but uh, so he saw, so he saw, they saw that I was, uh, you know, I was a hard worker and stuff like that. So yeah. he goes, okay, I, I need you to start helping out with uh, with the cooks, you know, the entrees. So that's how it started. I started helping out with the entrees and then, boom, let go of the dish pit and I started helping out as a cook. Nice. And in the mix of all this... So I wait, left... friend, before, like, what, was your, what was your feeling? Like, from when he told you, I want you to start working on the entrees, what was, like, your feeling? Were you excited? Were you a bit nervous? I was, I was still like, like, okay, whatever. All right, it's okay. Yeah. No. Okay. But then, in the mix of all this, uh, I left LDV because I started doing a bit more at, uh, at the restaurant. And uh, I was in, um, yeah, I was staying in, in contact with uh, Danny Smiles. Yeah, Chef of course. Danny Smiles. Now, at the time, he was still like up and coming. 
uh, and he was actually one of the the chefs at LDV Center at the cafe where we were working. Oh, wow! I didn't know that. Yeah, so I met him there. Uh, I met him when he was working at B Sides and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So I went and visit him at Commission Licar. He had opened yeah. up a kitchen downstairs, open till uh, 3 a.m. till the club was open, and he was doing like. Um, how do you say it? There was a menu like, like for tapas. after midnight. There was a menu for after midnight, you know? So everybody coming from yeah. drinking, ready to to munch on something. Uh, salty food, you know? He had it, he had it yeah. down packed downstairs. And he had music playing. So I went and visited him. And he was DJing at the same time in his little space. Off a laptop. And he was cooking. And he maybe tried duck poutine. Um... He had a bunch of like crazy stuff like that, you know. How old was he at the time? So I love. Remember? Oh man, I don't remember. I wouldn't. Like uh, this is this is eighteen twenty. No, he was older than that because I I think I was around that age. Yeah, okay. so he was probably like I don't know, early twenties, late twenties. Okay, maybe. Okay. So. Um, so what I saw from him and his passion and stuff like that, I don't know, it like triggered something. I got like this, this crush again for culinary cooking. I'm like, oh shit. I'm like, I, I could do something cool here. You know, this is something uh, interesting, you know, and, and, and fun. It looks fun too, you know? So, uh, so I said, you know what? College is done. I'm not going to sit around doing nothing at home and I'm not going to go to university not knowing what I'm going into so i went into culinary school at pies nice i think it was 10 months if i'm not mistaken 10 months you did it full time so yeah it was full yeah, 10 time months, i think it was full time yeah. working at the restaurant at the same time full uh not full time but i was doing like three four nights and uh i was doing during the day at culinary uh culinary school it's funny now, you bring him up yeah it, danny smiles because he he was the same source of inspiration for me and he was on, at one point, this is maybe uh, five or six years ago. He was on Top Chef Canada. Yeah, he yeah, finished, that was later on. He finished second place. I must have, like, binge-watched the whole series in, like, two days. Yeah. And I just, like you said, you saw, like, his creativity, his passion, the way he used to cook, the way he used to explain his food. Mm. And when I saw that, I'm like, wow, okay. I relate a lot with this when I cook. Yeah. I feel I had the same feelings. And then I started researching culinary school, pious, and, yeah. and um, mm. it was the start of my uh my drive towards yeah sure. yeah 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 exactly so um so that's it so i i did my culinary uh culinary school i'm i'm super happy i did it um i i learned a lot at the same time though we always joke around uh with some of us <laughs> the guys that that were working at the same time and uh i mean it's always it's always different what you learn in school and then being in the work uh, in the work field yeah. you know so the 100%. chef the chef would say it too you know but we learned a lot a lot there at the the culinary uh, the culinary school at Tapias and uh, I met a lot of what was, what was your what was your biggest uh, learning what was your biggest takeaway from culinary school uh, I was never into pastry and baking so that was pretty cool when I was uh, I learned some stuff there um, what else? I mean, like I said, I was already on the workforce, but you know, like things like 
things like uh like breakfast okay like yeah a cook's got like a cook's got to know how to cook breakfast and that was the first module one of the first modules you know for health and safety and then after yeah, yeah. so uh, like things like that you know you find it interesting and you're like oh shit you know like you you add finesse to that stuff that you take for granted that you see every day you know like oh flip some eggs yeah but it's not just flipping eggs it's like you gotta gotta know what you're doing you know so yeah. that's that stuff there I learned at school you know what I mean like I I got yeah. to understand the the um, how do almost you like the science behind it yeah 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 it's it's not yeah. just flipping eggs, you know it's not just uh it's not just making hash browns it's not just um or it's not just making brodo you know like uh, beef stock like you know, it's yeah. There's a lot more yeah. to it. You and know? Uh, my my or, takeaway, or it's, or it's honestly, not, it's not yeah. just buying commercial stuff uh, at uh, at the grocery store and putting it in hot water, and there you have your, you know, like there's no powder, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly, flavoring. exactly. So, so yeah. for that, that's that's really um, that was really cool. Yeah. Um, and I uh, I met some cool chefs. Uh, Chef Mario was one of them. Uh, he was fantastic. Um, I made some uh, some friends there uh, that are still in the the culinary uh, in the cooking industry. Uh, Jonathan Agnello. Yeah, he's of course, doing, yeah. He's doing yeah. very well as well. Yeah. Um, so, and then, funny enough, the way I am, two months two months before I'm uh, I graduate, I get this this thing in my head saying I can't do this for the rest of my life. This is just not for me. <laughs> So, so, so I'm like, I'm like all over the place, but I was, I was one never to quit. So I, I finished it all, which was no problem for me. I, I did well. I graduated from there and I wanted to, because what's good about culinary school, uh, is that you get your diploma and what's your diploma? Uh, you could go work, uh, hospitals, uh, yeah hotels, hotels. Uh, government places it's easier and that's what they look for is that diploma that piece of paper yeah. as good as you could be they look for that you know so yeah. I'm, I'm happy i did that's it and i'm happy i graduate i always have that um as well and, and you also uh, probably you have a skill you have that skill for for life like you couldn't yeah, 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 be stranded yeah. in a kitchen you know yeah. uh, obviously yeah. you get that from experience not only school yeah. but i think like you said before when you're doing an egg you're just frying an egg yeah when you know the basic techniques of meat, fish, uh, yeah. egg, whatever it is, you know how to use that technique with anything else that you make, right? Yeah, like I would recommend um, it. Like I would recommend it also to yeah. someone who's who's not sure what they're doing, right? Like if they have time, or they want to start a new yeah. hobby, or to like I, I think it's great. I think it's good. I think yeah. it's fantastic to know how to cook. And I'm not saying you got to be a chef. But to know how to cook is great. Uh, yeah. I feel like they should be teaching that in school, but that's a whole different. Well, you but remember we had home ec. Remember the home ec? Yeah, but who the hell uh, used to make, that uh, used to yeah. make French toast? Used to make. Uh... Yeah. No, but and it's our home true. Ec teacher wasn't really a chef, you know. So it's not only really cooking, though. It, it, you don't only really learn cooking, but it's just having the discipline and the behaviors. Oh uh, yeah. To follow yeah. a recipe, even to be organized, to be clean. Yeah. Like I noticed for myself before going to culinary school, uh, my wife still disagrees. She's, she still thinks I'm a disaster in the kitchen. That, cro that cross contamination. <laughs> how's it? Uh, how's it looking? Oh, we're good. We're not. We're good. We're good. I got. Uh, I got the spray. I got the, the disinfectant. We're good. No, but it's it's true because before going, 
you know how our minds are. We're creative, so we want to do everything at once. We're all over the place. But then going to school, you're like, no. Mise en place, mise yeah, en place, yeah, yeah. mise en place yeah. is the most important thing. Yeah. You're not going to be midway in a recipe. You're, you're, you have your yeah. meat on the stove. And then, oh, I forgot to chop my onions. I forgot yeah. to chop uh, whatever mm-hmm. it is. You can't start running around. So, yeah. But there is, there, is, there is that discussion. There is that, uh, that debate that there's clean cooks, organized cooks, and messy cooks. For sure. Yeah. So in the sense, in the sense that I'm the type that I cook and I kind of clean as I go. Yeah. I prep. I clean as I go. Uh, you know, I do things like, but there's cooks that you, it's like, it's like a fiesta. It's like a party. It's all out. It's, it's everything's flying. My dad was like, my dad's like that, you know, and he, he needs like three people yeah. next to him just helping him out. Yeah, yeah. You know? You, what are you? My dad's the same way. I, I would say I'm in between. I'm getting better. Yeah. But uh, you know why? Because I'm very impulsive. So if I'm, it could be, let's say, 430 I look at my fridge or pantry, I think of something. Yeah. And I know it's gonna be complicated. I know it might take an hour and a half. Just I wanna make homemade pasta. I wanna make this that. Yeah. Because I have it in my head, I have to make it. Yeah. So we might eat at eight eight o'clock or eight thirty. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and those are the times where I'm throwing stuff in the sink and it piles up because yeah, I wanna go, yeah. I wanna eat. Yeah, my but my, if I my take same thing, yeah. Yeah. If I take but, the time yeah. to organize my my, yeah. uh, my then meal, you're good. I'm golden. But it's I'm very impulsive like that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I think that's, that's probably one of the, um, the skills uh, or the qualities that, um, that I don't have. I'm not, I'm not uh, impulsive. I don't, uh, I don't create stuff on the spot or like, uh, like you said, you know, at eight o'clock at night, you think of something, you know. So I think that's one of the reasons that I didn't continue in this uh in this trade in this uh well yeah tell us so how long were you at that restaurant so, uh, you, so, you made your way to entree yeah. yeah exactly so after cooking school i'm like you know what i'm like i can't see myself doing this for the rest of my life i can't because i maybe maybe it was also because growing up i was in it not by choice uh then after you know through high school uh college too i was working like a lot at the restaurant and again it wasn't that I necessarily was passionate about it's just like it's something that came natural and I was good at I was comfortable at so um so wrong, I think it was the wrong timing maybe I think I was just like over it I was fed up I got turned off I was it was just too much you know like going to school yeah. all day and then cooking at night like another eight hour shift a four hour shift six hours for me it was like it was too much you know so I'm like there, I was, can't no, there was no balance yeah yeah so I, I think that's what happened as well. So I'm like, you know what? I want to go into something else. So I tried going into something else, but I, I continued working at the restaurant. I stayed at the restaurant for about eight years. Alador, and I worked my way up. At one point, I was one of the one of the head cooks. I was uh, calling out orders, uh, which looking back now was pretty cool. Like starting from the dish pit, and I was like one of the main cooks. Yeah. Uh, I was helping the chef during the day. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was... You you did you did the traditional way you worked your ranks in yeah, the kitchen. Yeah, I really did, and I was offered, chefs do it. I was offered the chef uh, role, the chef job, uh, while the sh- while the chef was away. Uh, he was away several times. He got hurt, uh, vacation, um, wow. 
some issues like that, you know, and he, he had to step out for like weeks and a month. And I was approached, you know, uh, to, uh, to take his role, you know, and I never really did. I kind of just said, I'll help out as much as I can, but I don't want that, yeah. that, that role, you know, I was always, uh, that responsibility. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so I left the restaurant. Cause you're not at that role. Yeah. You're not just managing, you're not just managing the food coming out of the kitchen. You're managing personalities, people, you're dealing with people. So, so a lot of people, I'm saying it right now, a lot of people yeah. miss say, okay, and you misuse the word chef. Yes, I agree. Okay. A cook is what I was. Okay. I'm a cook. I was a cook. I worked at a restaurant. A chef was my boss. He was the kitchen's boss. He controlled the kitchen. He knew what was coming in, what was coming out, the food that had to be bought, the food that had to be uh, passed. Uh, he was interacting with, uh, the owner. Uh, they decided the menu, they decided the, the recipes, so on and so forth. Uh, you know, they have a lot, lots of experience. So that, that's, that's a chef. A cook is what we cook at home. I worked at the restaurant. I was a cook, so on and so forth. You know? Same. Yeah. I agree a hundred percent. I think People that word is misused a lot. A lot. It's all, yeah, it's, uh. It's losing almost its uh, its value, right? Yeah, yeah. Because a uh, chef, same uh, thing. Yeah. I I call myself a cook the same. Yeah, I started my own catering, my own page, but I'm still a cook. I didn't, I didn't work in a restaurant. I didn't do my time. Yeah. I didn't like you said. Yeah. Place the orders. Yeah, myself. I go get my own food and do, yeah. do my menus. But yeah. again, yeah. You you put in those twenty, thirty years of experience yeah. and. Yeah. Then I, I feel like. And they told to us. They told us that in cooking school. I don't know if they told you that in culinary. Uh, in culinary school. What's this? They, we spoke the about that. Yeah, we spoke about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And the, the first thing I remember, our first class, is uh, our, our teacher, uh, Richard LaBelle, awesome guy, man. He told us straight up, he's like, listen, a lot of students I see come here, you know, we get every semester, kids come in, and they think it's like what they see on TV. Celebrity chef, you're going to be on TV. They don't see behind the scenes, the work that goes in. The amount yeah. of hours you put in just to put up yeah. a recipe or to make it, like you said, a stock, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah. So get ready to, to work your ass off. Yeah. And a lot of kids, like two, three months in, they didn't, it wasn't what they expected. And they, oh, yeah. they ditched, yeah. they took off. Half the class at, by the end of the year was, uh, had yeah. dropped out. So yeah. that's one thing too today, because of, you know, it's great. We were talking about this last time, like, you know, cooking right now is huge. Chefs, there's TV shows. Uh, a lot of male chefs, right? Before, when you were growing up, yeah, it was a lot. Of, a lot of the women were cooking, yeah. right? Yeah. So now you see this transition. They're being, you know, celebrities and all that. So that's all you see. Twenty four seven, you're seeing the yeah. final product of the dish. Yeah. You're seeing them doing their reality shows. Yeah, but that's not what cooking is. It's not exactly yeah. that. It's the yeah. pain, the sweat, the tears. Yeah. And I'm talking about like in a restaurant environment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a hall, yeah. you know, hotel, in hospitals. Yeah, you're doing volume. You're pumping out food. Yeah. You're on, you're on your you're on your feet all day long, uh, yeah. physically, mentally. It's crazy. It's draining. But because you know you know people what do happens? because they love it. Yeah. You know what happens that uh, where where it could be tough sometimes is that like what you're doing, okay, yourself is yeah. amazing. You, creativity, uh, you know, everybody's seeing your passion and, and and they feel it, they see it, and they're trying it at home. Thing is that sometimes. You'll have cooks cooking at a restaurant or a certain place that they're not necessarily using their creativity. They're just following what has to be done. 
you know? So yeah. that could be a bit difficult for, for a young, maybe passionate cook or, uh, you know, who, who feels restricted, who feels tied down. And it's like, oh, it's boring. It's the same stuff over and over again. Just pump up high volume or it's always the same menu and stuff like that. Yeah. But I think... Yeah. I'm not saying to, I'm not saying that it's, it's, it like, you should do that for the rest of your life. No, I'm not saying that. Like if, if you're ambitious and you want to do more, go for it, do it. But I think it's also important to go through it a bit and, and see what it is and see, uh, you know, the, the, the back end of it, um, yeah. the work that it takes because it's not all, uh, it's not all glamorous, you know? And, um, and you got to work to get there. Uh, that's it. So, yeah. I mean, that's what I'm yeah. saying. So, if, if, you know, if you're at a restaurant or if, if you're trying out a restaurant for, for a summer or two and it's like it's, it's, you feel that it's boring or that it's, it's always the same thing, it's repetitive, it's fine. Don't do it for the rest of your life. It's fine. But it's okay that you're, you're tasting it, that you're, that you're trying yeah. it out, you know? And maybe, and maybe what, if they don't like that scenario, it doesn't mean all the restaurants are like that, right? There's other exactly. chefs, owners that... Exactly. That want the cooks to be creative, right? So I think, menus. yeah, I think that's something that I regret on my end is that I didn't try enough uh, different. Uh, it's not too late, man. It's never too late. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> never too late. Yeah. yeah. But uh, no, I, you're right, man. It depends the taste that you get of it. Uh, the timing of it. Timing is huge. Timing. Um, timing. Yeah. And what, what, what do you want to get from it? No, you should never listen to um you know get influenced by other people's opinions saying you should do this i you know do this yeah. take it for sure with a grain of salt and if it's really what you want to do go for it but never feel forced obliged i know it's tough to say no to our parents but at a certain age you got to stand mm -hmm. up and say listen yeah. this is what i see myself doing this is what i want to do yeah. and you go for it you know and that was my biggest my biggest problem at first i was you know i was at university i was in the bank uh, at, working at the bank doing my uh, finance courses i couldn't stand it I could not stand sitting. But who pushed you? Who kept pushing you, man? <laughs> You're one of them. <laughs> Thank you, buddy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, my wife now, my, uh, my, my family, brothers, my, my parents at first, it was tough. No, my parents at first, a, it was, you, you know, you invested the time in the bank. But also, Steve, time at school. also yeah. Steve, not, not to defend them completely, but... Um, it was, it was a bit harder. Yeah. I, it's always hard. It's always difficult. Now there's a lot of competition, whatever. But like what you're doing now, someone didn't really do back then. They weren't able to do it back then. Yeah, it's true. So your parents didn't really, like you hit, you had see this it. in mind. You saw this, you know, like, but they couldn't see it. They couldn't understand it. So it's a bit harder for them to say, to give you the complete like blessing and say, yeah, this is an amazing idea. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. A bit harder yeah. for them, and yeah. um, I think I think that in their head, in their head, they picture the the typical you know the restaurant environment or a catering environment. So even even myself at first when I started, I didn't know where I was going to lead me. I just knew I loved yeah. to cook. I could spend hours and hours in, yeah. in the kitchen. So yeah, and it could change. I could be doing something now, but in, in a couple months, yeah, in a year or two, things might change. Opportunities might come up. So you have to be open to different different options all the time, right? You never want to stay in one place if you're not growing. Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Yeah, you took you took the words out of my mouth exactly, and and I think that's uh, that's what was happening with me. You know, like I, I wasn't I wasn't necessarily growing and I was stuck, but I was comfortable and 
I'm one who doesn't like yeah. that much change at the same time. So it was a bad mix of things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But oh, uh, I, so I, you... what I miss about it, what I miss about it is the, the adrenaline, you know, and the rush and, and, and that, that teamwork, that bond that, that you create with the guy, with the, the guys in the kitchen, you know, and, uh, little girls, you know, nowadays there's, there's a lot of, uh, cooks yeah. Uh, do you see do you see yourself ever going back if an opportunity comes up? <laughs> million dollar question. Uh, honestly, yes, but I guess because of the experience that I had, I would have to. How can I say this? It would really have to be worthwhile for me to uh, to jump back on your terms, on your terms for sure. Yeah, yeah, kind of. You know, like uh, I have I have some ideas in back of my head, and I you know I always think of stuff uh, in that industry. Um, but I'm not. I'm a different type of like cook than 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 you and and le, let's say the chefs out there. Let's say Danny Smiles and uh, uh, you know uh, you Julian Eri to. Uh, yeah. He's been working yeah. a lot. Uh, I, I'm not 24/7. I don't eat, sleep, dream of of uh, of food. Okay, I'm gonna be honest with you. But yeah, what I sure. what I do love, the passion I have about it, uh, is everything around it. So from the ambiance to the culture, to the to uh, the friends, the family, uh, the, the serving, customers. the serving, uh, the customers, the relationships, uh, the teamwork in the in the kitchen, uh, the satisfaction of uh, of a final product, uh, you know, creating something out of out of nothing, you know, like we were talking about leftovers, you know, like you're creating something out of leftovers, yeah. Uh, yeah. cooking with some music on, like I I just love that kind of stuff. So if I could blend that to what you know, into something maybe that would work out for me, you know? Um, Cause I don't know. I just, that that's the way I'm, that's the type of cook that I am. Uh, I, I won't like, I won't, I don't see myself being super excited to wake up at 6 AM to say that I got to go cook the sauce for, cause we have like a hundred people tonight, you know, like it's just, you know, I'm trying I to say you. like that. That's I got you. Cause I went through yeah, that. I would, and, yeah. 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 I would picture you, let's say, more, let's say, front of house, managing, let's say, yes. your team, whether you yeah. have wait staff, yeah. customers. Like, I, don't mind, I don't mind. I don't mind touching the kitchen too, but maybe yeah. a bit on and a bit off, you know. And that's, yeah. I think, that's what Chef Danny smiles. That's what got me. Uh, what sparked that initial passion? I think it was that because he was doing both, and he was like a people's person, like a fantastic people's person. Yeah. And he was a great cook. He, you know, he loved music. We were drinking. Like it was everything. Everything together. And that's yeah. that's what got me going. You know, so yeah. that that's yeah that that's that's my uh, that's, that's my good. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited. I'm thinking of ideas too. Yeah. To, to so basically, together. basically, I would need a cook like you by my side. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Done. Yeah. We'll have our own uh, our own cooking show, man. No, yeah. that's good. And for a couple of questions, I want to ask you before we before we go. Yeah. Uh, right now, especially now during COVID, you know, it's a crazy yeah. time. Um, 
I've been sharing on my page uh, recently, especially to, to, to support our, our local markets, our local stores, the smaller guys. I'm not talking about the big box uh, stores. Um, these guys are working night and day to stock the shelves to get the freshest produce for us. Um, so tell me, give me a couple places that let's say that you that you've been going to that you support uh, right now. Um, we've been going to uh, United. Yeah. Uh, we went already a good three four times. Um, there's actually a place near my house. I forgot the name now. I would have to get back to you on that. Uh, yeah. I, I think I think it's important because I also feel that's the route we're going uh, towards. Uh, I think it's going to be important again to to keep uh, keep these local stores um, up and running, uh, fresh yeah. stuff. Uh, you know where it's coming from. Uh, you're giving back to the community. Um, Like we were talking about last time too, uh, like even the butchers, you know, uh, yeah. you, you, you know, you know, most of the time where the meat's coming from, you know, like, uh, if you're going to a good butcher and, and you trust them, you know, uh, you don't mind spending that extra buck or two and, and getting quality stuff, you know, and, and, and fresh stuff. And I mean, I know it's, it gets, it gets hard sometimes cause we're in, we're in a fast paced world. Yeah. Uh, yeah. To be, um, you know, low cost, easy to get to. Yeah, it's just I don't know. I think, I think that's what the the, the key thing, especially with the markets, like you said, is um, is getting the product. Might be I think might have been harder before, but now what you're seeing, like the I guess like the perfect storm of this uh, pandemic, a lot of people, a lot of companies, a lot a lot of startups are, are starting these ideas of just delivering market fresh yeah. stuff to your door. Yeah. So, uh, you know, a, a lot of times during these crazy pandemics, um, great ideas come, yeah. come, come to life. And yeah. that's one of them, I think, because you're going to, they're going to shed much more light on these markets to keep them running. They've been around for generations. Some of them, right. Yeah. They're, they got yeah, it from yeah. their great, great grandparents that started the market. So, yeah. and, it, and they're basically using this to feed their families and they're feeding us. Right. So it's, it's a nice, I guess, uh, you know, cycle. Another, another thing now is that we have, we have time on our hands, right? Yeah. For the most part, we have time on our hands. So yeah. it's, it's very different than when everything was up and running at the norm. It was like fast paced. Fast. Go, so go, you, go. you don't make time. Um, luckily, my wife, like, she got me into all this stuff, like going on a market. Okay. I hadn't gone in a very long time and I started going with her and it's like fantastic. Yeah. It's amazing. From the local fresh produce that there is uh, to the restaurants, um, to just the whole experience there. And you make time for it, you know? Yeah. So I think that's... Because now we have to. Because yeah. now we have to. It's our health. So now we're making a priority. Before, we didn't think about our health. We're just going, going. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Now, our health is priority. And that's how it always should be. So we're being careful. Yeah. We're, we're buying what we should buy. So yeah. I think, obviously, not. we don't want to be to an extreme. But we yeah. just have to be careful of where we go, how we yeah. do things, stay clean. And, uh, and I think it's going to, it's going to help the yeah. situation that, that much more. Yeah, definitely. Um, awesome. Frank. So before we go last one for you, um, 
So during the on the topic of quarantine, what would be, uh, let's say, your your go to dish or dishes that you that you like to make during this time? Something that's easy that somebody could make. Uh, doesn't have to be too too sophisticated. What would you recommend that they making? Well, I'm um, like I was saying, I'm a, I'm a pretty uh, simple cook. If you if you uh, that's good. Though. That's good. So I like simple. Well, I what I took from uh, what I took from um, cooking school. I remember Chef Mario telling me all the time. Doesn't matter. You can. Uh, doesn't matter how many ingredients are in there. The more sometimes it's not. It, it gets too complicated. It gets too mixed up. You don't know what you're tasting anymore. Keep it <laughs> exactly. simple. Keep it simple. Stick to uh, you know a small amount small of the ingredients, ingredients and and herbs, spices, whatever, and, and you'll taste it. You know. Um, Anyways, that being said, I love I love cooking sandwiches, uh, making sandwiches. I love cooking. Um, we started doing pizzas now. Um, nice on that rock. You know, we have like a, a stone. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna try. I've I've tried it in the, in the oven, uh, past two three times. Uh, this weekend, I'm gonna try it on the barbecue. Yes, that's what I was gonna say. The barbecue. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get that really hot, piping hot. Seven eight hundred uh, degrees. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so awesome. I love doing salads, you know, different salads. Um, what else? I don't know. Simple dishes, uh, you know, pasta, obviously I love making pasta. Um, fresh. I just started making fresh pasta. Um, so that's another thing eh? with this, this whole stuff that we're, that we're going through, it brings you back down to like, yeah it grounds you you know back to basics and and yeah and uh it forces and, you to uh, to, work, you really to work on your yeah to work on your skills and see you know what you can do and yeah. we have to like you said we have the time to do it so take advantage of it in a way yeah and and work and practice and, and get it done right things yeah. that you you never had the time to do before try it now make the pasta make the homemade pizza and you'll see how yeah. how fulfilling it is right when you do it so uh and, so uh last this week, yeah. sorry, this week, uh, I'll tell you a little uh, sandwich that I did. So oh. I, had left, I had leftover, um, you know those buns from uh, L'Italiano? Uh, yes. You know what I'm talking yes. about? Yes. Okay. Uh, Villaggio. Yeah. Okay. I think it was Villaggio. Yeah. So it's not, not the round buns, but the sausage buns. Yes, okay, yes, so yes. Had, it looks like almost like a ciabatta style. Yeah, so I had, a, I had like a few left over, okay? So we bought prosciutto cotto. You love prosciutto cotto? We, because we, uh, for my wife, she, she was in the mood, so I'm like, okay, no problem. Got some uh, Swiss cheese. Yeah. Uh, I took out some bacon. I cooked my bacon. So first of all, I love cooking my bacon in the oven. Pulling it out, letting it uh, sit on Scott towel, yeah. let the oil come out, and then putting in again another like minute or two in the oven and get nice, yeah, and, nice and crispy. So yeah. Yeah. I got one little, one little side note. One little side note, sorry. The bacon grease, if you can, try to keep it and fry up potatoes, fry yes. up mushrooms yeah, yeah, you want. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah, good idea. Here you go. Exactly. Bacon, I'm listening. So we had prosciutto cotto, Swiss cheese, bacon i sliced up some pickles there were some whole pickles sliced them up um uh, what else was there mustard mustard 
put in the bread and I pressed it. Nice uh, little Cubano style. Uh, I was going to say, you read my mind. So I was say, an, another guy that's pretty, uh, that's pretty cool is uh, John Favreau. He has a, a yeah. show. Uh, the chef show. The chef show, exactly. So he's, yeah. he's a cool example because he's not necessarily a chef. No. But he loves it. He's a, yeah, he's a movie director, writer, producer. But he loves it. He loves the whole yeah. thing, which I don't think he yeah. sees himself being a chef all of his no. career. But he loves no. it. So there's different, yeah. there's a different love, you know, and I think that's what yeah. I have. I have a different love. Yeah, it's okay, it's good. So, it still involves food. <laughs> so that was my, that was my cubano, man. The Italian, the Italian cubano, Italiano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Panina, that's yeah. tasty, man. I'm already, like I said, uh, <laughs> talking about food. I could talk about food for days and days. Never get fed up of talking about it. Yeah. Frank, I want to thank you, man. First episode ever. Oh, thank you. Hey, uh, many more to come. I mean, uh, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Oh, quickly before we go, tell me, tell me about the ST3 uh, on, on your cap. What is that? ST3, man, stronger together. Uh, yeah, basically, it was uh, my uh, my brother, my little brother Sammy, uh, kind of started a brand uh, when uh, I was hospitalized about two years ago, and. Uh, you know, symbol of stronger together, and you got the three us three brothers. But you know, it could it could uh, correlate with anything in life. You know, we're always stronger together. And 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 funny enough, you've been seeing it on TV, stronger together, on yeah. CTV and stuff like that. It's amazing. It's hilarious. Did you guys, uh, did you guys trademark it? <laughs> no, that, that shit. Uh, well, we're We're rich. We'll have enough money. We don't need stuff. Man. Um, <laughs> remember how, many, how much you donated when we used to go out man we donated all kinds we're good but yes stronger together man it's like what we're doing right so now true. is already an, an example of stronger together uh, yes yes you know so I love it yeah you're right I, st I stand for it and uh, I believe in it that's what it is ST3 man beautiful man my beautiful, brother will yeah, be coming out with right. some more gear soon so that'll be cool Awesome, man. So we'll have you guys, actually, if we can, when this, when this stuff is over, have you the three brothers on? It'd be pretty cool. Yeah, that would be cool. We got some uh, stories cool. from when we were uh, working at the restaurant. Uh, <laughs> yeah, man. That's place. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome, Frank. Thank you again. Again, guys, Franco Fabo. Thank uh, you. A longtime friend, cook, food lover. Um, and that's it, man. That's, thank you for sharing, man. Appreciate it. No problem. Hopefully, you no can problem. inspire others. We're looking My to win the field, man. Hey, it ain't easy, but if you love it, go for it. 100%. 100%, bud. All Thank right. You guys. Take Peace. it easy. Ciao. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure to hit the like and subscribe button right here to stay up to date with the Knife Tough Podcast. Thanks for your support. Until next time. See ya.